So I want to welcome everybody today to our Bethel podcast, and uh, I'm really happy today to have a couple special guests with us. First of all, I have Pastor Jeff Hackett, and uh, he has pastored in POC churches, and he's presently working with ERDO. ERDO stands for Emergency Relief and Development Overseas. And so when there's crises that happens in the world, uh, this is a response from our fellowship. So, but I'll, I'll let Jeff more explain that. Um, Jeff, great to have you on their Bethel podcast. Well, Pastor Tim, it's great to be here today. Awesome. Just tell us a little bit about you, some of you, a little bit of your background, and then how you got connected with Erdo, uh, how and the why maybe of why you got connected. Yeah. Well, I've been uh, in the pastoral ministry for 20 years now and a part of the POC and a lead pastor for the last seven years. But in March of this year, I made a bit of a transition in ministry and uh, decided to join the team with uh, for Erdo. And uh, my job specifically for Erdo is called the Sponsor Church Relations Officer. Okay. Big title, yep. but it's simply put, connecting people to the Erdo story. Okay. And the Erdo story is an incredible story. So tell us about the Erdo story a little bit. Yes, uh, Erdo has been, uh, you can check us out, check all the information out, erdo.ca. But briefly, it's been in operation for over 30 years. Uh, this year alone, we'll raise over $11 million that will go around the world to help some of the most impoverished people in the world. So is Erdo just an arm of the PAOC, or is other groups involved with Erdo? Or? Well, our primary focus is our PAOC churches, because it was birthed out of the PAOC. Yep. But they are open to other groups partnering with that. Now, when we go into a crisis situation in a, a part of the world, uh, like Bahamas, for example, we don't have a global worker in the Bahamas. Right. So we partner with a strategic partnership that aligns with us, and that was with the uh, Convoy of Hope. Okay. And so that just happened recently. And so we find partners where we are not present. We find partners to partner with. Sure, I'm thinking actually, though, in terms of financial partnership, is that coming exclusively from PAOC churches or individuals? I'd say the primary uh, givers to Erdo, 90% are from the PAOC uh, churches and POC churches in, in, in its entirety. Wow. So we so some people would understand, like we just said, when there's a crisis situation, an earthquake, um, the hurricanes that just took place in Bahamas, mm-hmm. this is a response from our fellowship in Christian love with food, clothing, shelter, whatever needs that can could be there to help. Absolutely. It is the humanitarian arm of the POC. Exactly. But you're also involved with projects ongoing. It's not just when there's an emergency. Right. Yeah. So there are three main faucets to Erdo. Yeah. There's our child sponsorship called Child Care Plus, okay. where we sponsor over 8,200 children per month, uh, again, ranging uh, in uh, South America, uh, Central Asia, East, uh, all around the world, uh, where we are represented there. Uh, that's one. Uh, the second part is our community development. So the, our community development will pick up on some of our food programs yep. that we have on an ongoing basis. Uh, one of our programs down in Honduras with uh, our global worker, Kathy Meisen, where we we're in phase two, where we're installing 300 uh, biostem filters in, in, uh, in every home, uh, these homes. And so our community development is basically bettering the life of the individuals or the family or the child and where they live. And then it's our crisis response. Again, our crisis response is not uh, specific to any country because you can't really uh, pinpoint a crisis at any given time. So we respond to uh, global crisis. So whether it's a refugee crisis, whether it's a 
uh, right now, Zimbabwe has a famine going on, and so we're responding to that as well. Yeah. And uh, and there are natural disasters. If it's a cyclone, if it's a hurricane, or whatever it might be, then we're responding in that way. So I'm not sure how to ask this question. There was recently um, a listing of all the charities in Canada and their integrity and financial accountability. And I'm not sure who puts that out, but I know Erdo ranked like right up there, one, two, or somewhere in like some of the best of the best. Yeah, and and let me, uh, you know, if I can answer it this way, um, being a part of ministry and having being a pastor. I wasn't willing to leave that to join an organization that was eh, okay. Yeah. I was, uh, for the last 10 years, I've been wanting to partner with Erdo. I've been wanting to be a part of Erdo. And uh, and it's incredible to watch as, yes, it's integrity, it's authenticity, it being true to what it's going to do and follow <laughs> through. Uh, it is, uh, now McLean's puts us at the top four. Uh, Forbes in Canada puts us in the top uh, 100 charities in Canada, okay. and we're in the top 10 in our field of focus, which is emergency response. Of, and that's uh, in 2018. I think is the same response in 2019. Sure. I just think that's important because you know, for myself as uh, just as, as a citizen of Canada, mm-hmm. and when there is emergency situations, and like what happened in the Bahamas or years ago, the earthquake in Haiti, you know, even when I'm driving around town, McDonald's or different places. Will have like you know give to support this right, and I'm sure a lot of them are great. Yeah. But I'm just looking to have a place that, with some confidence that I know where I'm putting some dollars. Yeah. It's going to go to the need mm-hmm. and not a lot on administrative costs or whatever. And there's a high integrity, and um, you know, and then the Christian element as well. It's being given in Christ's name. Like right. for me, those as a believer in Jesus and as a Christian citizen. Those are important things. So knowing it's part of the Pentecostal assemblies and and it, this is done in, in in the love of Christ and, and mm-hmm. then also with the even the world recognizing the integrity of this organization, yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, you want to say no? It's uh, transparency, <clears throat> and uh, and we we uh, so important because even in humanitarian things, there's corruption. And, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So when we when we look to partner with other organizations, that's imperative for us as well. Absolutely, and because they are our our donors' hard earned dollars, just like you as a pastor, yeah. you don't take your, your people who give to you faithfully for granted. Yeah. You take that weighs on you, and and I'm thankful that uh, for Erdo, every dollar uh, that is given is accounted for, and and uh, the people who work there that weighs on them. Because we want the most amount of resources to get into the people, uh, into the into the scenarios that need it the most. Sure. So I know here at Bethel, you know, we haven't really talked too much about Erdo, and maybe some people wouldn't even know what it is. They're just learning now for the first time. But when there has been some of these bigger crises in the world, uh, we have opened up and said for people to respond, we do it through Erdo. Mm-hmm. And so and. Now, I also have another guest, that's Merle Hazard with us. Merle is a member here at Bethel. He's, uh, we have a team of pastoral care, six couples that help us with pastoral care, and him and his wife, Shelly, uh, help us with that. And Stephanie, uh, Merle and Shelly's daughter, is the one that leads worship, and sometimes you'll see Merle up there playing the bass <coughs> guitar. And uh, so we got Merle here. So Merle, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've got an agricultural background. I think you grew up on a farm, if I understand that right. Yeah, and, that's, and, that's and, right. And uh, and so a little bit about yourself, and then just how you got connected with Erdo. Right. So uh, so I'm a long term agriculturalist, uh, growing up on the farm and around the agriculture business for uh, all my life, actually. 
and uh, now just getting into a retirement phase uh, of a 43-year uh, career buying and selling grain. So wow. this is uh, this area of uh, of grain is very common to me, and um, uh, so my my involvement actually with with Erdo has many different facets to it, but I've been exposed to to it through the Canada Food Grains Bank, of which Erdo is is one of the 15 members, key members to Erdo. Uh, the Canada Food Grains Bank is a faith-based uh, organization uh, headquartered in Winnipeg that has, like I said, 15 uh, uh, key members that represent all of the major um denominations, Christian denominations, and maybe otherwise in Canada, Jeff, maybe you can speak to that. But um, yeah, so my involvement has been, uh, the Canada Food Grains Bank has been in existence for 30 years. Uh, the Pentecostal Assemblies, of uh, it was started by the Mennonite group, but the Pentecostal Assemblies soon followed and, and become a key player in that. And, and we're a key supporter of the Canada Food Grains Bank from its inception. Um, we're blessed in Canada to have a government that is willing to donate a significant amount of money every year to this organization that they're willing to match. So when Erdo raises money and it flows through to a key food project overseas, um, uh, the government will match up to four to one, sometimes five to one, uh, for pro for projects that are approved and it flows through the Canada Food Grains Bank. Right. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of connecting the dots uh, with Erdo and Canada Food Grains Bank and starting now to raise awareness amongst our, our sectional churches. Actually. Yeah, so actually mm -hmm. knowing that, like that's pretty exciting when you know that you're giving a dollar to Erdo that the effect is actually four or five times. It's like you're giving four or five dollars. Yeah. Right. Because the Canadian government, um, uh, you know, and it's a great thing, and generosity to help uh, will do that. So it has a powerful effect. Right. So I know that you, um, you know, you've been kind of connected with Erdo now for a couple years, uh, walking a little bit of a journey, investigating uh, the potential involvement, your personal involvement with Erdo. Right. You recently went to Uganda That's correct. to yeah. see some projects that you, that Erdo was doing, and uh, so tell us about your experience going there, and uh, you came away with more confidence and yeah. So yeah. so that was an exciting time for me. A part of this journey, as uh, Pastor Tim said, it's been a couple years that I've been on it, and uh, as Jeff had mentioned earlier, when he was contemplating joining Erdo, he wanted to understand the background and understand everything that goes on before he was willing to sign on to the organization. And for me, I wanted to go over and actually see these projects where this money flows. I wanted to see how, who delivered it, how it was delivered, and what the accountability of of that was right, mm -hmm. and so uh, back in July, July of nineteen, early July, I was able to go on a, a trip with David Adcock, who is the CEO of um, I think that's right of uh, of of Erdo, uh, the boss, 
and along with two other uh, businessmen, a farmer and a, and, uh, and a businessman from Chatham who were doing the same thing as I was really, and we wanted to go over and see that. So we did. So we actually spent a week in Uganda. A lot of territory we covered, right? Uh, we, we covered the whole country almost, and we've seen three key projects. Uh, number one, we've seen the refugee camps up in the northwest corner mm-hmm. where um, the Sudanese uh, are coming down in these big refugee camps. There's 1.2 to 1.3 refugees that have come down because of the fighting in South Sudan. And uh, so we were able to see how that all worked. Uh, we uh, went across and seen a, uh, uh, a project where they're, they're calling it a food security project, where they're actually going into communities and the villages and helping them agronomically uh, grow crops mm-hmm. and market their crops. Uh, we've seen that, and then we've seen another project where we invested, uh, Erdo invested a significant amount of money to put in a deep well that pumps water deep up a hill and, and services uh, multiple uh, communities with right. fresh water. Yeah. So the projects are not just uh, like the old saying, uh, you can give a man a fish or teach him how to fish. It's not, I mean, I know there's that immediate relief of just food and water, right? but at times it's uh, to give them sustainability in these exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah, right. the, the, the first project with the refugee camps, it's maybe more the immediate, right. where these yeah. people are coming in and there's an immediate need. The Ugandan government has been very kind and generous to them, but they, they need help to sustain. So all of the major NGOs are there helping to supply them with food. In our case, um, Erdo is actually supplying, I think it's about 3,000 women, uh, lactating women and young children with a special, it's a corn soy uh, biscuit, okay. plus biscuit, mm-hmm. a nutritional biscuit that helps them. And so we went to see some of that, actually. Okay. Yeah. So it was a good experience for you. Uh, it was very, it was very interesting. Yeah. It's a, it was an eye opener. And educational. And it was educational. And yeah. you came away with uh, uh, good feelings about Erdo and absolutely. Conflicts. You know, it was interesting to get over there to see. So in in Uganda, we partner with the Pentecostal Assemblies of God Uganda. Right. And they have a group of people that oversee these projects and the accountability of the projects. Mm-hmm. So uh, to Jeff's point earlier, uh, Erdo looks to partner with key relations uh, overseas in these projects. Very yeah. good. So one of the reasons we have both of you guys here is mm-hmm. because we are wanting to announce a special project initiative right here for Sarnia, County and how there can be a partnership with Erdo. So, Jeff, why don't you explain a little bit about this uh, initiative, this pilot project uh, mm-hmm. that we're thinking here for Sarnia. It's definitely unique. I'm excited about it. It's a, it's a different way of uh, seeing funds come in and seeing about multiplication. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Pastor Tim. And I think uh, this project, we're calling it right now, <laughs> uh, the Sarnia Grow Project, and uh, what we want to do, there's a couple of things that uh, we want to do. First one is to raise awareness of the global need. Right now, tonight, 800 million people will go to bed hungry. Wow. It's a staggering number. A staggering number. Uh, 160 days will be missed because uh, of school because children are, are ill due to malnutrition. 
and uh, and we find in this is a rural thing that three quarters of those people are in rural communities. So the need is immense. And so when we look at the need and we say that is enormous and not one person, not one organization can do that. So the main goal for our this Sarnia Grow project is to partner with local churches, partner with the 10 churches, Bethel being one of them, in this in this area to raise not only awareness, but raise funds. And we're going to do it in a creative way. and uh, But it's not a new way. It's, uh, it's a way that uh, we're going to sort of reintroduce um, people partnering with us. And so how they do that, we are looking to plant and cultivate 100 acres. And, uh, right here in Sarnia. Right Lampton here in County. Sarnia. Not Lampton County. Lampton, Lampton County. Yeah, not in the city. Lampton, Lampton County. <laughs> yeah. We got a couple acres behind our <laughs> church, it. but no. So we, we are looking to plant and cultivate 100 acres in Lampton County, in the, yeah. in the Sarnia section here. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and to do that, we will need to raise $25,000. And that breaks down to be approximately $250 per acre. That includes the cultivation of the plant and the harvesting of that, uh, of that product. Now, when it comes to harvest time, the uh, the two hundred fifty dollars an acre is no longer worth two hundred fifty dollars. It's actually worth approximately six hundred and six hundred and fifty dollars per acre. Multiply that, yeah. Multiply that by your hundred acres, and you uh, equal sixty thousand dollars. As Merle mentioned before, with our wonderful partnership with the Canadian Food Grants Bank and the government, we take that sixty thousand dollars and we put it into the four to one match program, and it turns into three hundred thousand dollars. So through this section, through the Sarnia Grow Project uh, opportunity, when you invest twenty five thousand dollars we will turn it into $300,000 that will reach some of the most vulnerable people in this world. Right. So you've explained that very well. <laughs> but for a simple guy like me, I need sometimes to even just say it again or hear yeah. it again to just get it real clear. And you explained it so very well. But this is a Sarnia, POC, Sarnia area, the Sarnia section of churches. There's 10 churches. We're looking to partner together. Bethel is already in. We jumped yep. in with both feet. It's great into this uh, into this project, and we're looking to for for a cost of two hundred fifty dollars an acre. Now, before we even go further, just get Merle to jump in here because if there's any farmers that are listening, right? Um, in the tractor, by the way. <laughs> yeah, in the tractor. Okay, yeah, in the tractor. Okay. Um, there could be an opportunity for them here. So you right. just speak to yeah. them. If you... So I'll be working with uh, with uh, Pastor Troy, the the sectional uh, presbyter, and uh, and working with Erdo, and I'll kind of spearhead it for the Sarnia section, and we'll be working with each of the churches to identify any of the. Uh, Farmers that may want to participate, and um, and we'll be building this. And like it was said earlier, this is a, a project. This is kind of a prototype. So we're feeling our way through it, but uh, feel very confident about it. Yeah, great. Yeah. So if there's any farmers listening? Yeah, absolutely. Church, or you know of a farmer? Yeah, you may want to talk to and uh, have that conversation with you anytime now. Uh, yes. Before Christmas, because yep. obviously we have to make preparations to get the seed in the ground. Yep. So the idea is to raise $25,000 from the 10 churches. A minimum. A minimum. Yeah. Minimum, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, come on. We could go even better than that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, but a minimum. 
uh, of twenty five thousand get a hundred acres because we could do more. Yeah, that's right. And uh, but just using that math, yeah. Uh, at the end of the year, when would harvest be? I mean, was it the fall? I mean, I'm kind of... Well, it did. I'm a guy, I'm a city guy. Yeah, at this point, they would probably plant corn or soybeans, uh, and we would work with the farmer, depending on what his crop rotation is. Of course, okay. we want to be... Uh, we want to work very closely with our farmer partners, right. our grower partners, because they have specific needs for their land. So we would be sensitive to that and want to, to do that. But if they were planting corn and beans, would get planted next spring and then get harvested next October, November. Okay. And if they were to plant wheat another cycle, they would get planted in, uh, you know, October and it would get harvested in July and August. Okay. Yeah. And I think one, one of the things that Merle mentioned, uh, that partnership with the farmer, yeah. is the same partnership that we look for not only for the churches, but for the person who's sitting in the pew. We value that partnership, and I think we need to celebrate that partnership. Somebody sure. may be listening and they say, well, why are we doing all this when I can just give you 25 grand? Right. We can take your 25 grand, and yeah, we'll put it against a four to one. But it's something about being a part of a project that may be something bigger than who you are. Right. And right. then when you see that come together, there's, uh, I think in church world, this needs to be celebrated. And, right. uh, and when that happens, it, people, and, and a family may be sitting there saying, hey, you know what? We can collect some money and we're actually going to buy an acre and we're going to be a part of something that right. we you know you know they may never well, be able to me, yeah we could give we could raise 25,000 and just give it and then obviously the 4 to 1 ratio multiplication but here you're we're being creative that's right and coming up with a plan to uh, invest it and then we can get a yield back and make a profit that's exactly even the bible says the lord teaches us how to profit so we get a profit so now that that twenty five thousand or that two hundred fifty for an acre, you know, becomes six hundred dollars, and then it becomes the three, like it's just the exponential that's right. increase, right? It's right. The, it's uh, and I said it earlier tonight. It's the kingdom nomics, right? And that's it's the parable of the talents, right? right? When we can take something and actually multiply it, and then apply it to right. something greater. I love it because you know so much of scripture is. I sometimes I'll even say God's a farmer. You know, he's <laughs> like there's so much analogy between with seed and planting, and yeah. you know, Jesus yeah. talked about the word being a seed and planted in good soil, and mm. Paul then speaks about he who sows. Uh, sparingly will reap sparingly. He who sows generously will reap generously. That's right. And so it's this whole concept of uh, and God is able to provide seed to the sower, yeah. right? So, of course, it starts with you got to put seed in the ground. That's right. And so what an opportunity, you know. So if I say I'm going to buy an acre, I'm going to give $250, yeah. you know, um, it's, a, it's a good estimate, a conservative, realistic estimate that, that could yield six hundred, six hundred fifty dollars, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. So, so the way and of, adding prayer yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah and, we're, we're, we're right. banking on most forty-three years of experience <laughs> yeah. here. Well, the the partnership is go is wide yeah. in these projects. Uh, I'm involved in a couple grow projects that I have separate from this, and uh, and we work very closely with. Uh, seed suppliers and crop in, input suppliers uh, that have been very generous in donating the inputs to this. And then we work with people to, to provide labor and so forth. So it's important for us to remember that, that this is, uh, this is there, there's, there's a lot of people involved in, in giving to help this happen. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, again, I can't say it enough. 
it is the taking the farming analogy, combining it with the community analogy that the Bible often talks about, sure. blending it together yeah. and watching something incredible yeah. happen. Right. You you guys were speaking earlier about the, the talents. We we're talking about the talents. But but this this truly, and I, I feel this deep in my heart that as Westerners, as people that are so blessed, and we've mm-hmm. seen the numbers, like our average wage would be like, I don't even know, the top 1%. Right. Our average yeah. wage would put that uh, us there in the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Lord, uh, we're going to be accountable someday before the Lord. And when we can take a little bit, and we and it's like the guy with the five talents. He took it, invested it, and mm-hmm. and he grew it to ten. And mm-hmm. and here we can take a little bit yeah. and invest it and grow it right. and multiply it. Even the Lord will bless it, and and the government through their generosity. And uh, right. I remember when your brother Merrill came and spoke at our church on Good Friday. Mark Hazard, yes. pastor in Windsor, and now is our. Uh, regional director for the uh, Caribbean and uh, South America, Central and South America. Uh, he was talking about you know some of the things that Jesus had to say about yeah. the rich, right? And of course, all of us sitting there are thinking the rich. Well, that's that guy over there, <laughs> exactly. You know, because I'm not. Uh, and then uh, and then he you know compared compared to the rest of the world, we're very wealthy. In fact, there's a website. Another uh, pastor. I was at a camp, uh, Dan DeSabatino, who's our treasurer for Western Ontario. He actually gave this website you can go to, and you can plug in your income. Right. And, uh, you know, so, like, anybody here in Canada with a middle middle, uh, middle income, you're, like, within the 2% of the wealthy yeah. of the world, right? Yeah. So yeah. when Jesus talks about the rich and the responsibility of the rich... He's talking to us. Yeah. And he's talking fun. to That's us. Right. And, and, and yeah. to who? Yeah, you're right. To whom much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. And uh, we shouldn't look at that negatively, though. I think what Absolutely we're looking, we're looking at that as an opportunity. Yeah. We've yeah. been blessed. Absolutely. You know, as I was thinking about this project, I'm thinking, man, you know, I've never missed a meal. Maybe I should miss a few or two, but I've never yeah. gone hungry. Uh, you know, there's, there's always, uh, although I was just thinking maybe I could uh, get a couple acres to Feed the hungry. My son's always hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Feed the hungry. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I was thinking, uh, you know, just as a, in a thanksgiving to the Lord, you know, right. to, to do something to say, Lord, I'm so thankful, Lord, I, I, you've blessed me. Yeah. And, you know, to be able to partner and then to see it multiply. exponentially multiply. Yeah. Yeah. And have a great effect for some of us. I'll probably never meet them, never know. But knowing with the integrity of the ministry yeah. that this is going to significantly bless. Yeah, that's you right. know the old mission statement, and it's very famous. But you know, to to uh, to the world, you may just be one person, but to one person, you could be their world, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's such a great, a great statement. So just so again, we're looking to raise at minimum twenty five thousand. Minimum. And, you know, that should get 100 acres for us. Yep. You know, all things going well and the goodness of God and just believing God's favor on it, it should yield about uh, six, uh, $60,000 in yep. profit. That's correct. And then we put that in, and the four or five to one could give us a potential impact of $300,000. Yeah. So, you know, we're raising twenty five, but the impact's 300000 Yeah. In some ways, it's a no-brainer, right? I mean, it's it just, uh, and, and, and with our fellowship of churches, you know, certainly there would be 100 families that could give $250 and more. I mean, that's where it's just beginning, right. but, yeah, that's you know, right. there might be some families that could do 10 acres or that's right. 
Maybe even someone can do all 100, and then we just have another 100. Have I mean, another like, yeah. 100. Let's we'll put more, more to work. He's got to find 200 uh, acres in Lampton County. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love the faith of it. I love the aspect of we're planting something, then we're going to be... And you guys are going to give us updates, and then we're going to see some pictures of that, the, That's the plan. Yeah, yeah of the yeah. of the crop going in. That's right. Yeah. You know, and uh, the, it growing. Yeah. And then the, being harvested. Yeah. And then even more than that, we're going to get yeah. some reports of what that money is actually going to do on the field. Absolutely. Because right? that's yeah. going to be very important. Yeah. And it's the, uh, it's the long game, right? Yeah. And uh, and that's it. And we're, we're not only... You know, doing stuff for today, we're preparing for tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, again, the need is great. Yeah. The need is great. But uh, with with partnerships like your church, with Bethel, uh, we can begin to make a dent in that. And right. that's pretty incredible. Right. So, friends, you're listening today. I want to just encourage you. Uh, we're going to be sharing more about this at Bethel and receiving offerings, and especially as we come to this Christmas season. What a great Thanksgiving offering to give to the Lord, a benevolent offering. And, you know, maybe make it a family project or something and say as a family, we're going to make a Christmas gift this year, get everybody participating. And maybe it would just be one acre or maybe a few acres or whatever you feel the Lord speaks to your heart. And uh, I really encourage you to get people behind this and uh, we can celebrate together. Maybe yeah. at the end of the year we're going to have a harvest party to get some pumpkin pie. <laughs> Would celebrate, <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> celebrate. It's always yeah. good to celebrate, but yeah. uh, you know, have a. We'll see the harvest come in, the result of it, and yeah. then see uh, see the actual impact that it's going to have in helping people. And uh, that's a that's a great thing. So, and if they want more questions, you can uh, email me at uh, I'm going to say it, Jeff Hackett at Erdo dot C A. So it's J E F F dot. Hackett, H-A-C-K-E-T-T, at erdo.ca. Awesome. And, of course, uh, anybody that's listening in Bethel, you can also talk to Merle. Yeah. And uh, if you're not sure who he is, I'll direct you or just ask, where's the Merle guy? And, and then Merle. And, uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 you'll find him, and, uh, and that'll be awesome. Well, thank you guys for sharing yeah. uh, here today. And uh, this is an exciting initiative exciting project and uh it's a little different than what's norm in raising funds yeah. the idea of taking that and then investing it yielding a profit and then using that with the four to or five to one ratio yeah. the government does mm -hmm. for a maximum impact yeah, yeah. that's and right pretty exciting uh, pastor tim it's important for us to say and acknowledge we appreciate your support Absolutely. and the support of bethel and bethel leadership yeah that yeah. this church is uh, is is outgoing, wanting to impact the world, and we're thankful for that. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, the motivation for giving has to be the need, like you meet the need. Yeah. But you can never outgive God. No. Never. And uh, you know, one of the promises of the word is, if you'll lend to the poor, mm. God will repay, and He repays yeah. in many ways. But you know, you'll never lose that that finances because no. God blesses the generous giver. He gives seed to the sower and people right. uh, sometimes right. say, I don't have anything to give. Well, then you haven't been giving because he gives seed to the sower, yeah, right? That's right. And he multiplies and that's our good. God is a God of increase and mm -hmm. blessing God. And, um, you know, when you give to the poor, God's heart is for the disadvantaged, for yeah. the poor. That's right. You know, blessed are the merciful. They will obtain mercy. We have to have a merciful heart, a thankful heart. 
And uh, boy, when you hold on, that cancer of greed, that i got to hold on to this bit. Mm. The Bible actually says it tends to poverty, mm. when, but the right. generous soul will be made rich. The Bible says, he who waters himself will be watered. There's one who scatters, yeah. yet increases yeah. more, the yeah. Bible says. You know, it's yeah. this great paradox. You give, and yet you get so much yeah. back in return. And it's in multiple ways. It's financial increase, but it's also in just the richness of your life. Yeah. You know, and you learn that what Jesus said, it's even more blessed to give than receive. Yeah. You know, when in, when you're immature, you love receiving, but as you grow in maturity, you get older. Yes. Uh, you know, it's the joy of seeing others yeah. receiving, right? That's right? That make brings the greatest happiness. Watching yeah. your grandkids open yeah. that gift. I don't know yeah. what that's like. <laughs> no, I'm not that old. It's fantastic. <laughs> I don't want to know what that's like yet. <laughs> yeah, for me, a few more years. <laughs> yeah, too, but uh, it, uh, it goes back to, I know that silly word, but it's on that paradox. It's the kingdomnomics, right? right. It, uh, from the natural side of things, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. From the world side, it's ludicrous. Yeah. But from God's perspective and from the biblical principles, it is spot on. And uh, it, it takes that. But it takes a church, and it takes a church that has a leadership that is willing to give. Yeah, right. And so we often ask our people to give. We ask, often ask our congregants to give, but when a church leadership says, we're taking the initiative, we're taking the first step, we are actually leading the way so you can follow. Right. I think that is where... Uh, where we well, I know for things. our leadership, when we had the board meeting, in some ways it was like, uh, it was so easy to answer. Because right. one, we have a member that's in our church that has a heart and vision for it, that mm. can lead the torch. Number two... Uh, the the we know Erdo. It's it's got integrity. It's part of our Absolutely. fellowship. You know, it's got a track record. It's not like we're just giving to some thing that we don't even know. I mean, we wouldn't even do that. We would make sure that there's credibility, integrity, mm. and then the need that it's going to meet. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the the blessing it's going to give, and then the then the multiplication factor and all oh. of that. It just becomes so uh, such a great thing. So as we're finishing 2019, coming into 2020. This Christmas season, and then even as we spill into 2020, certainly in the first few months and coming into the, I mean, we need to, Merle's going to be starting to work to find farmers to rent this land, and he's very confident that we can find uh, farmers that will participate in this, and, um, you know, there's a, like, we're renting this land for $250, which is uh, pretty typical, I understand, and, and I would have no idea, but this is what I'm told. And uh, so, <laughs> and Merle, we trust. <laughs> oh, we do. Yeah, no, we do. Good. Yeah. So it's a great thing. So I just want to encourage the people, you know, in this Christmas, we're coming in the Christmas season, season of giving. Then even as we start the new year, you know, maybe make a, a commitment and as we end the year and the start of the year, one acre, another acre or, or whatever God puts on your heart. But I know just for myself, thinking about it, I just thought, you know what, Lord, I'm going to do my part just as a believer, invest in this, and um, personally, not I'm just not talking as a church, I'm talking to me as a person, because I'm just so thankful for your blessing in my life, and mm -hmm. I want to, uh, you know, I don't want to stand before the Lord and say, what did you do for the, the poor and the needy, you know? Yeah, and, that's uh, right now. Yeah. That's right. So that's awesome. So thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. Thank you. Being a part Thank of you, this. Pastor Tim. Thank you, Bethel. Thank you.